Rashes, which include labels of psoriasis, dermatitis, eczema, etc., are all survival responses of the body. Your body is creating this barrier as a form of survival. You can try all the creams, diet changes, and detoxes to get rid of it, but those are only short-term solutions. If you want to get rid of these for good, you have to get to the root cause. In today's episode, I will discuss the subconscious root cause to skin rashes, how to resolve them, and how Brandon, a recent MBR graduate, got rid of his head-to-toe eczema using these principles. Are you ready to stop the overwhelm and frustration and instead simplify your healing? I'm your host, Jenny Peterson, a chronic illness coach who helps those with chronic symptoms identify and release the unconscious patterns that are blocking their healing. That's right. I take out all the bullshit, the supplements, the diets, the detoxes, and teach you how to heal just using your mind. I never said that it's easy, but it can be simple. If you're serious about getting back your life and health, it's time to put focus on the one area that will help you get there, your own mind. Today, I am discussing the subconscious connections to skin rashes. This includes labels such as dermatitis, eczema, hives, measles, rubella, chickenpox, lupus, psoriasis, herpes, etc. Acne, though, is not included, nor is rosacea. These are not a part of the same biological conflicts as the epidermis. If you have a chronic skin rash or have been told you have any of the labels that I mentioned, I can bet you have tried all the creams and diet changes to get rid of it. The medical world will tell you that it's incurable, might even tell you that it's part of an autoimmune disease, and give you a cream that you need to apply for the rest of your life. The holistic world will tell you that you are eating wrong, you need to detox, and it's probably connected to your gut health. All of this is bullshit. Let me remind you that your body is simple. Everything starts in the brain and is based on survival. Symptoms are a sign that you are healing, and chronic symptoms that don't go away indicate that you are in a hanging healing. If you have a skin rash for longer than three months, you are in a hanging healing. And what I discussed today is 100% for you. Let's talk about the biological pieces to rashes. Everyone wants to jump to the goodies when it comes to symptoms. Just tell me what I need to do to resolve it. But if you don't understand why your body is doing this, you won't develop a partnership of trust with it. That trust is necessary to move forward with your healing. All rashes are related to the epidermis. This is the outer skin that covers your entire body. In your brain, the epidermis is controlled from the sensory cortex. It's part of the cerebral cortex. The skin of the right side of the body is controlled from the left side of the sensory cortex. The skin on the left side of the body is controlled from the right cortical hemisphere. This means that when someone tells you that your skin issues are related to your gut, your liver, your diet, etc., you can call bullshit on them. It's controlled by these locations in your brain, plain and simple. The biological conflict connected to the epidermis is a separation conflict. This will be experienced as a loss of physical contact or desire to separate from something close to the skin. I'm going to give you some examples here. Newborns suffer the conflict when they are separated from the mother at birth, put into an incubator, given up for adoption. To an infant, the mother is the most important attachment figure. The mother protects her child and prevents conflicts from happening. Also experience separation conflicts when they are scolded, punished, or abused. 
when a new sibling is born who gets more attention, when the parents split up, when they're not allowed to see their friends, when they have separated from a favorite doll, teddy bear, stuffed animal, or pet that they like to cuddle. Also, when the mother goes back to work, when they are put into daycare, kindergarten, or to relatives, or left with a sitter or nanny. Similarly, the elderly feel separated from the pack when they have to move into a nursing home or after the death of a lifelong spouse or companion. The fear of losing touch or contact with someone, the threat of a divorce, a difficult long distance or weekend relationship, the fear that a loved one might leave, move away or die, or feeling rejected by a person, let's say because of a disagreement, can also evoke this conflict. Pets can suffer separation conflicts, for example, when their master leaves or dies or or when they are put in a kennel. By the same token, the conflict refers to wanting to separate from a person in the sense of wanting but not being able to push away someone literally or figuratively. For example, a terrorizing boss or teacher, an annoying colleague or a schoolmate or an abusive parent or spouse. Now, a separation conflict also pertains to wanting to separate from something close to the skin, a face mask, an oxygen mask, a helmet, hat, clothing, shoes, uh, tight stockings, wet diapers, etc. And the same applies to a separation from something that one is no longer allowed or able to touch, like a musical instrument, a keyboard, uh, a tennis racket, steering wheel, or feeling on the skin like an engagement ring or a favorite pillow. These are just some examples, but it it comes down to either a person is wanting to separate from an, uh, an object or a person, or it's that they don't want to separate from that object or person. So let's start where it all begins with a conflict. It's a situation that you perceive as a shock related to separation, either not wanting or wanting to separate. When your mind is thinking about the situation, your body moves into what is called the conflict phase and tissue is eroded. There is microscopic tissue loss here. You are not going to see this. And if your conflict goes on for a long period of time without resolution, your skin may become dry and cracked. This would be like when you have this situation on your mind and you just can't let it go. It's on your mind for weeks or maybe even months. And it's never going to even move into the healing phase because it's still on your mind and it's going to keep your body in that conflict state. So it'll become extremely dry and cracked in that case. But once you resolve the conflict, meaning you come to a conclusion that you no longer perceive the situation as wanting or not wanting to separate, your body starts to restore the tissue cells that were lost. This is where you will experience your symptoms. It will be hot, red, inflamed, itchy, maybe oozing. This is part of the healing phase. This is no different than a healing phase of a cut. You know, you're going to experience all of those same type of symptoms. But for some reason, we're so okay with the healing phase of a cut, but we're not okay with it with any other body system or any other symptom. This part of the healing phase, when everything is hot, red, inflamed, itchy, oozing, it looks scary, right? It's uncomfortable. It's painful. This is where it usually goes downhill because people don't know that this means that the body is healing. So they put creams on it. They take steroids or um, take other medications, etc. And these all interrupt the healing phase. 
And it becomes a hanging healing when the healing process continues to be interrupted with these external fixes. In addition, if a person doesn't know what conflict caused this, they can also have triggers that keep them moving back and forth from conflict phase to healing phase back and forth, never completing the healing process. Now, your body is telling you that something is unresolved within your subconscious through your symptoms. This rash that you are experiencing is telling your is your body telling you something is unresolved. There is something lingering that feels like a threat to survival. Because if it was resolved, the symptom wouldn't be there. The body would have completed the healing on its own. Remember that if you are in a hanging healing, it means that you have had this rash for a long time and it either comes and goes or just doesn't go away. You haven't resolved the conflict that started it, and you may also have triggers connected to it. So how do you resolve the subconscious patterns to these rashes? Like all of this work, it's going to be very individual because it's all about your perception and how you're responding to life based on your own subconscious patterns. I can't just give you this this blueprint of a protocol of saying this is exactly what you do. We can have a place to begin, but ultimately it comes down to your experiences, your subconscious patterns, your whole life experience, and how you respond to life. That's very personal, and that needs to be targeted work specific to you. But I do have some starting points for you to start with. The first one is is start looking at your rash with a different set of eyes. Remember that this is due to your body protecting you. It is doing this out of survival. And when you see it and you say, see your rash, talk to the, your rash. I know it might make you feel like you're crazy and you're doing this, but you're, but currently when you see the rash, you're having probably a lot of negative thoughts and a lot of negative thinking patterns around it. You have to have a different way of seeing this rash, giving it a different meaning. So instead, thank your body for protecting you. Thank your rash for, you know, giving you a sign that there's something left unsolved really within your soul and trust that your body is doing the right thing. It's doing its job. Number two is stop the harsh treatments. Now, again, just like acne and other skin issues, we've been brainwashed to believe that killing the bad bacteria on our skin is the solution when in fact it's killing the flora that is vital to healing it. You don't need to be washing your rash with harsh soaps several times a day or even once a day. Avoid using harsh soaps and using medicated creams to treat it. These, again, are only interrupting the healing cycle and negatively affecting the microbiome that is on your skin. Use healthy oils on the area only. And the third thing is let go of any limiting beliefs or theories that you have about your rash. Remember that a theory means that it isn't 100% true all of the time. Law means it happens every single time. That's why GNM is so amazing is because it has five biological laws that happens every single time with every single person. So if the theories you have heard about clearing up your rash were true, they would happen with everybody. Debunk those old beliefs, which by the way, have been most likely given to you by by others, uh, by doctors, by things that you've read, by practitioners that you've seen, and, uh, and also by yourself, the things that you've told yourself. And you can give those beliefs back to other people, and you can also debunk the ones that you've made up. 
it's all within you. It's all within your own mind and, and beliefs are all that you've created within yourself and they can be changed. Beliefs like the health of your gut is the health of your skin or that certain foods are connected to your rash are very common ones that we see with those that have skin conditions. And lastly, you will need to address the triggers that are connected to this feeling of separation that are happening in your current life because if you're in a hanging healing, uh, unless you're just putting on ointments, you know, that are steroid based or something, which are going to inter- interrupt the healing phase, you most likely have some triggers that are connected. That's why it's not moving forward into the healing phase. So we have to look at the three things that I just mentioned, those limited beliefs that I talked about, um, how you think about the rash and the treatments. Those are some places to start. But we also be, need to be looking at what triggers are current in your life that you feel triggered around separation with. In addition, you need to identify the event, the actual conflict that started this whole thing as well and resolve that. That's going to require specific process, and I teach that in both MBR Classroom and MBR Program. You will most likely have several subconscious patterns connected to your rash, from the way that you think and believe about the rash itself to the connections of separation that most likely are connected to earlier parts of your life. Because how you respond to life in, its, in itself is a subconscious pattern. You learned that from somewhere. So it's important to take this work to a deeper level in order to take this full circle. Now, someone that has taken this work full circle and has completely changed their life and skin is Brandon, a recent graduate of the MBR program. Brandon came to the MBR program with a long list of symptoms, one of them being head-to-toe eczema. Listen in to my interview with him to learn what healing his eczema looks like. Keep in mind that eczema is a separation conflict and how just before his symptoms showed up, what was happening in his life. All right. So today I am talking with Brandon. He is a recent graduate of MBR and we are going to discuss his life and his symptoms, what they were like before he came to the program and now after completing it. Welcome, Brandon. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So let's start off by talking about what symptoms you started and what you came into the program with. Now, this is my list that I had when I went back to your original records when you first started. And if there's anything more, obviously you can add to that. Uh, But you came in with severe depression, uh, anxiety, allergies, food sensitivities, sinus issues, horrible digestion, autoimmune problems, full body eczema, joint pain, and trouble breathing. Does that cover it all? Is it hard to remember yourself being like that? Uh, the <laughs> list goes on. Yeah, there was just so much to keep track of at that time. But uh, those were probably the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. And I know for me, this is just my personal experience. When I got well, it was hard to remember what I all had before. I mean, that's kind of why we've created a, a record system in our program, because many people don't even remember what they used to have by the time they get to the end. Yeah. At the time, I was like zeroed in on every little thing that was going on. I could pinpoint everything and tell you in detail what was wrong with me. And now where I'm at now, it's like, oh, I can't even really remember all of them. So yeah. Uh, So can you paint a picture for us um, about what your life was like before you joined the program with these symptoms? Just a little bit what it was like. Sure. So about around the time of the uh, pandemic starting, I went through an unexpected divorce, something that I had never seen coming, just literally right, it was in March of 2020. So right when COVID ramped up, so I went through that, which was, you know, obviously like a big, a big conflict and a big shock for me. After that, I started dating and got into another relationship, which ended up being pretty tumultuous and had 
more conflicts from there. And then uh, I ended up losing my job. And it just felt like I, at least in my mind at that time, that all these things were going against me. I had this victim mentality. Eventually, I started to see a lot of symptoms a little bit more down the line. My whole uh, body was like really sore. I would get like pain from like head to toe. I would have trouble walking sometimes. And I started to notice like little eczema spots on my body. And as more and more time progressed, I noticed that the eczema was spreading. And then literally, I remember waking up one day and it was just all over the place. Uh, Eventually, I literally had eczema from head to toe. I think before with all of the other things that were going on with me, they were more internal and I could maybe hide them. With eczema, everyone that I would come into contact with is like, what's going on here? What's on your face, arms, on your legs? And it's it's something that you can't really hide from. Eventually, I started to notice more things. Um, I had trouble breathing. I started to get like severe depression. And the list just went on and on with like these physical ailments to where I was honestly getting to the point of like severe depression and suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's probably the lowest I've ever been in my life. And like I said before, I just had this victim mentality of just like, could it get any worse? Like, why is this happening to me? And then kind of, you know, started to try to find um, the answers and how to like fix myself. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll stop there. But yeah, that was pretty much the gist of it. Well, that's a great picture because it really tells really the story about how our chronic symptoms come about or symptoms in general come about, right? You have all these stressful events that happen and, I, you know, incorporating that you were in that victim mindset are also is also a big factor in that because that's your perception. And when our perception is that way, there's biological changes that happen in the body. So great picture that you gave us there for what was happening before you joined. Because I think, you know, for anybody that doesn't know, you know, what German new medicine is, or just in the concept of understanding that events in our life and how we perceive them cause conflicts. I mean, that story pretty much says it right there. Okay, so did you try any treatments? I know that, you know, you started searching, but what did you all try before you came to MBR? Yeah, I, honestly, I tried pretty much anything and everything. I went to, you know, your a traditional practitioner to try to find the answers. That wasn't helpful. I ended up going to um, more alternative medicine, holistic practitioners that would have me, you know, blood tests, blood type diet. Another practitioner that had me go on kind of the ancestral diet and different different dieting things. I felt like at the time I was trying anything and everything. I was doing like breath work exercises with uh, like shamans and people like that. Like literally I felt like um, there was no stone left unturned, but nothing was, was, was helping me. I felt like I was just getting worse. I was starting to get um, neurotic every, every night, just trying to Google or find a way to heal myself. Like anything, everything. Right. Like you name it. I tried it. Yeah. I got to the point where it's like, honestly, I don't think I will ever get better. I don't, I've tried everything. There's nothing else I can do with a lot of like the, the food stuff going on these strict diets. There's a lot that I couldn't do. I couldn't go on like vacations and stuff with friends because it was just too difficult to bring my special diet food or just even social gatherings in general, uh, Friendsgivings, uh, Christmas meals, going out with friends, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that just made things worse. I realized that like mentally removing or adding all these barriers to my life was just making me more and more depressed because it was taking me away from the people that I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried pretty much anything and everything or so I thought until I stumbled upon German New Medicine. All right. Well, what you're describing is a very typical journey. It's actually very typical to mine, probably someone that's listening as well. You know, you do all this outside stuff. You do anything and everything, anything that you could possibly find hope in, you will try. And then we look back at it and go, oh, my goodness, what was I thinking? Yeah. I, I still got scars on my wrist uh, from the zapping machine that I purchased and zapped myself every day. Yeah. So I, I have remembrances every day when I look at it and go, oh, my goodness, what all the things I tried. And uh and yet it was all inside, you know, in inside of us. And I still remember that first conversation with you. You know, you didn't know what you needed to work on, but you knew something needed to be worked on. And you reached the point to where you said, this is all within me. I know that this is all within me that I have to work on all these conflicts, these um, this mentality that I have. And you were willing to do the work. I still remember you saying, I want to be the 2.0 version of Brandon. So let's talk about after eight months of doing the inner work, you worked on all these old subconscious patterns. Um, how have your symptoms shifted? Talk to us about that. I think the biggest thing for me was just the hope that the program brought. I felt like I had built so many barriers and walls around myself that I was a completely different person. Just removing those barriers and g- taking my power back through this program was just like eye-opening and just revelatory to me because I could go back to my normal life regardless of like how I feel or Mm -hmm. what symptoms I'm going through. But I literally had the mindset of like, I have the power now. I'm going to go get tacos with my friends. Yeah, I'm going to go do these things. And I started to slowly integrate back into where my life was. But yeah, symptoms wise, I started to see results in certain areas probably after the first month or two. And it's something that you learn through the program is the body has different components to it and different conflicts attached to it. So it's not like... I was healed from head to toe overnight. There were certain things that maybe took a little bit longer than others, but slowly but surely, you know, like the program always says, you have to trust the process, give your body time to heal and let it heal in its own time. Because who are we to tell our body what to do? Our body knows best what it needs, right? Going through the program though, I started to see incremental healing throughout um, all of my symptoms that I was having. Uh, the, The eczema started to clear more, you know, it would still come back, but I had to just trust my body and trust myself that that's just part of the healing process. And little by little, it would go away, go away to where I have absolutely no eczema right now. And if I were to get a little bit of eczema in the future, I'm not going to freak out about it because I know my body's just healing from it. Mm-hmm. But then also, you know, the head to toe um, muscular pain that I had, the shortness of breath, the stress, the anxiety, all those things started to alleviate throughout my time in this program. Yeah, I still remember you saying, I think it was like the first or second week, kind of screw it. I'm like you said, I'm going to eat tacos with my friends. And yeah, the cage was taken off, you know, that yeah. was around you that it was just keeping you. I mean, it really puts us into a depressive state because it limits us from living life when we have this cage around of what we can and can't eat or what we can and can't do. Um, and about that eczema, how long did you have it? before you came into the program? At the time, um, I'd say probably a year, but in going through the program, I kind of realized that I had always kind of had it at certain parts of my life when I had gone through conflicts. I just hadn't mm-hmm. been fully aware of it, but it hadn't been to the extent that I had at that time where it was just all over my body. But I would say 
when it was at its worst, it was probably like a good year that I had it and it just wasn't mm-hmm. going away. Like what you said, I, you made connections later on that this was more like a lifelong thing that you've had just that one year, it really spread throughout the entire body. Because yeah. once you learn that this was a separation conflict, it wasn't like this separation conflict only happened once in your life. You could, we could go back and find all of those separation conflict patterns that went all the way back to childhood. And yeah. that's the amazing thing about this work is that, yeah, you might've had that separation conflict that really exploded, you know, when you had your relationship issues just a little bit before your symptoms showed up. But you didn't know how to respond to that because uh, um, unless there was a subconscious pattern that was connected to this is how I respond to life. Right. And that all started when you were a child. So we make all those connections and it's amazing process. And did your symptoms with the skin? I can't remember because I know that you said that some days, you know, would just slowly go away. But did it get worse before better? Did it slowly go away or was it all gone in one day? Kind of talked about us about the process there. I had the eczema. And then as we started the, the program, it would kind of like heal itself and then come back again, heal itself and come back again. But I noticed that every time it would heal and come back, it would be less and less. Whereas prior to that, it would heal and come back again at the same level or even more so. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, uh, I woke up and all the eczema was gone type thing. It was a gradual process of kind of like, healing and kind of like come back a little bit, but less so and more and more and more until eventually there was nothing left. Yeah. I love that you're just how you're describing that. And I love that this is something physical that you were able to see because when we have IBS or we have, you know, something internal that we physically can't see with our eyes going through this healing process, when we have an external thing like skin issues and to see it go back and forth like that, it's a prime example of what the healing phase is all about and about you know, when you work on your triggers and you might get triggered and it might show up again. And, you know, this back and forth stuff that is all part of the body coming back into homeostasis. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's a really good visual for people to understand that this is what healing looks like. It doesn't instantly go away overnight because you worked on that conflict or that pattern. And in one day it's gone. It's you've worked on it, recognized it, and then you slowly chipped at it and your body started to show and, and, you know, break down that process when it comes down to the healing process of what's required to come back into homeostasis. So I love it. I absolutely love that. Yeah. I, I, I had to pretty much stop telling my body what to do and how to heal. Nice. Yes. I, I had all these ideas and perceptions of you need to just wake up one day and it's all got to be gone. Mm-hmm. And then the problem I was like, no, I'm going to just trust my body and let it do what it needs to do because it needs to heal. Mm-hmm. it's doing its job. It's doing what it should be doing. So I'm not going to send it all this, like, these negative thoughts of like, Oh, do it this way. It's like, no, do what you need to do. Cause you know what's best. And yeah, you trust it. Um, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. You did. You were like the master of trust. I mean, you came into the group calls <laughs> and always had the words of wisdom of trust your body, trust your body. And, and yeah. that's exactly what we need to do is we want to control it. Uh, society tells us, or the even, you know, the medical tells us that we can control it and we really shouldn't and we can't. It knows exactly what to do. And I love being able to see that visually with our eyes with your eczema in that case. So I know that you also had relationship with food stuff that was also not the best when you first started. Like like you said, your relationship with, with food wasn't good because you couldn't eat certain things. How has that shifted? Are you eating anything and everything now? Yeah. So kind of as I mentioned before, like once I joined the program. Um, I just dove into the deep end. I was like, okay, I had these unhealthy ideas about food, which are mental and things that I created. 
I love eating food. I love the social aspect of it. I love the taste. I love every aspect of it. And I was like so eager to get back into that that I was just like, nope, anything and everything. I'm not going to be weighed down by constraints that I created. Um, so yeah, I was like, I'm I'm back in the food game here. I love that because food is exactly what you said. It's about it's about friends. It's about family. It's about joy. It's about taste. It's all of that. And when we give it different meaning of it's fearful, it completely changes the whole meaning of it and what happens in our body. So um, absolutely enjoy the food. Uh, your body loves the fact that you're able to just eat anything and everything. You have a, a plate of nourishment now in front of you instead of an option of one or two things, right? And what would you say your relationship with your body is? I mean, you've learned to trust. Do you fear symptoms or fear ever getting them again in the future? No, uh, because I know that that's just my body healing before my natural reaction when I saw something would be what's wrong with me. But now my reaction is, you know, what's what's right with me because my body's doing exactly what it needs to do. So mm-hmm. going forward now, I know not to stress about it and it's to trust my body and let it do its thing. I'm not going to look at symptoms um, as a negative thing because mm-hmm. that's exactly what my body should be doing. So I'm actually happy. I'm like, all right, good job, body. We're doing a great job here and just loving myself more, loving my body, loving who I am as a person. Um, That's all part of the program and um, things that I'm, you know, taking into my life as Brandon 2.0. Awesome. You know, when we have this fear around symptoms, then we fear getting them because there's fear connected to it, obviously. Instead, when we look at symptoms as being, oh, I resolved something, I've personally grown, I've done something, oh my goodness, I'm healing. I'm healing physically, I'm healing mentally as well. And so it doesn't mean that when you do this work, you're never going to ever have a symptom again. It'll be lesser than what you had before because you have different toolbox now. But when you do have symptoms, like you said, it's no longer fearing them. It's going to be trusting the process. You know exactly what to do. And that's being able to be flexible with life, being able to deal with life differently than what you did before. And ultimately, that's what it comes down to, is how we learn how to cope with life, our body tells us. And if we are not able to deal with life in a, in a healthy way where our body and minds can process that, our body's going to take the hit for that. So you've done an amazing job building that trust and safety within your mind and body. So you came to MBR wanting to get rid of symptoms, but what really happened in order for your symptoms to go away, Brandon? It was a complete, I think, 180 in how I viewed myself, um, viewed life. I had to change old patterns, essentially, that I had been you know, utilizing for my entire life. So it was, I think, a surrender to the old and then an openness to the new everything that the program goes through um you know the biggest one to creating healthy boundaries with people around me and changing my perceptions with with conflicts and and stressful situations and just the day-to-day stuff so it was yeah like uh we say like i went from brand 1.0 to 2.0 it's kind of like a rebirth in a lot of mm-hmm. ways in how i just live my life I like to say that 2.0 version, you know, we go from that one point to two point, you're not changing who you are personality wise, like you're still that person. You're just a a cleaner version without that bag of poo that you're, you know, carrying around. And essentially, you came in living in a in a way of survival. And now you're going to be living in a way of where you're thriving, because that's really what the difference is, is when we're just surviving, we we're living off those automatic programs. And it's how we respond to life. 
And when we're thriving, we're deciding how we want to live our life, how we want to respond. So you have mastered that for sure. Yeah, I think it was definitely changing my my perception of being the the victim and flipping that over into I'm the victor in any and all situations in life. And that's all the perception that you bring in to those things. So that was, yeah, getting rid of the victim mentality was huge. Like my for me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and most people don't know when they're a victim state, you know, until it's kind of put in your face and we, we make you hold the mirror up, you don't realize you're in it. And when you do realize you're in it, you're like, shoot, and this is making me powerless. I have a choice now. I can do something different. Very good. And lastly, uh, Brandon, if someone who has chronic symptoms is listening and to this and not knowing if they should take the program, what would you say to them? So, I mean, when I initially was researching and, and talking to you and trying to decide if I was going to take the program, I was in such a low state. I had thought that there was nothing for me to do, that there was no um, chance for me to heal and that I had no other options. I would, you know, recommend to people if you're in that state, this is the option that you need to take. You need to take this program because... I had taken everything else and nothing really seemed to work. This was the thing, the one thing that worked for me. I, I didn't just heal from all of the things that I had been going through for the last couple of years. I healed from conflicts and trauma from my entire life. So I'm not coming out of this program healed from the things that I had been struggling through for the last couple of years. I came out of this healed from an entire lifetime of things. So I feel like I'm better than I was before, you know? So I, I, I would highly recommend taking this program. And it was probably one of those most monumental things I've done in my life. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Brandon. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just love the transformation that I see in front of me where you are. And that's why we do what we do. We're passionate about what we do because seeing the transformation that people have um, is really what feeds us is knowing that you've now changed. It means generations after you changed, the world is changing. I mean, if you want to make a difference in the world, you start working on you, right? Yeah, <laughs> Man in the mirror, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you so much, Brandon, for sharing your healing success with me and those that are listening. You are such, such an inspiration to others uh, that, that they can heal and they can get their life back. Congratulations. Thanks, Jenny. I appreciate it. All right, so you can end the, end the endless search for answers to your chronic symptoms today. Living a life, feeling like you need to constantly fix yourself is exhausting. Your body was designed to heal. Let us show you how to do that. Take the first step to working with us by filling out the MBR application and the link will be in the show notes. And we're also gonna include Brandon's before and after picture of that eczema as well. So you'll be able to visually see the changes. Now, healing a rash, whether it's head to toe or just on your elbow, doesn't have to be complicated. By letting go of the old survival patterns that are at the root of it, you can have the clear skin that you dream of. You can learn the MBR method for resolving events and all the subconscious patterns connected to rashes in the MBR classroom. In this class, you will be taught step-by-step step how to find and resolve all the subconscious connections that I mentioned. In addition, you will learn the basics of GNM and the tools needed to prevent this type of conflict in the future. The link to the MBR classroom is in the show notes. And if you have more than three chronic issues, including a rash, and would like a more in-depth program to address all of your symptoms with a more comprehensive protocol and support, I recommend the MBR eight-month program. 
To get started, fill out the application in the show notes so we can determine if it's right for you. You can also connect with me and continue learning by following me on Facebook at Mind Body Rewire and on IG at the Mind Body Rewire. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and hit the subscribe button so you can be notified when new episodes are available. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.